Hey friend, welcome to Spill It with Rios. Whether it is morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world listening in, we are all about keeping it real. My name is Nerissa, and I'm so excited that you are here. I want to take you on this journey where we sit down and talk about tips on how to achieve your goals while living in the moment and taking those tools to strive forward. So without further ado, let's dive right into it. Hi, hi. Happy Sunday. Welcome back. Welcome. All the juiciness and fun stuff. So, here we are again. Um, I am thankful we are here. It's crazy that we're in December. And the fact that it's almost Christmas. Yikes. Um, I think that's next weekend, if I'm not mistaken. When you listen to this episode. It's next, yeah, it's next Sunday. Insanity. Christmas, and then next thing you know, it's New Year's Eve, and then boom, 2023. But let's get right into it, and we are going to be chatting about what to expect when you're not expecting. And that in terms, I'm going to be a little specific on this, when raising blended families. And I want to raise light to this topic because it is a topic that's not normalized. I feel like blended families in general is not normalized. It's becoming a norm, you know, when a bio parent marries or is in a relationship with a different person that's not the other bio parent. The action and seeing it in person is being normalized, but the conversation itself, that's not normalized. It's not normal to hear in a conversation whether it's from the ex or from the other bio parent or the bio family themselves or even the stepkids. It's not normal to hear it. Though being in a blended family is a fun and exciting chapter in one's life, it is a completely new experience for you as the step parent, for your spouse or your partner and the children that you share, whether they're the bio kids or the stepkids that you guys have together. And unfortunately, it's almost impossible to prepare for such a big transition since like new feelings emerge and after the transition occurs. So while you may have taken like some precautionary steps and whatnot to ensure that your families get along before the big move, like living together or spending more time together, then different than spending a few hours a week together this becomes a big dynamic between family members and it becomes naturally more complex which can lead to some arguments or misinterpretations so for my peeps listening in um, especially if you are a step parent i want to kind of speak to you on this one and i want to share with you guys some concepts or like tips that can enhance your experience as a family. It's more focusing on your self-awareness, your relationship building, and self-care because those are all three are so important and intertwined that regardless whether it's family and step-family, it's very important. With all that being said, no matter where you are in the transition process, remember to always remain optimistic. 
and take each day as it comes, since it can take time for each family member to find their groove again, especially when it comes to transitions. That's the big word: transition and change. Sorry, before I continue on with this episode, almost every other episode that I've been recording has my daughter in the background. And like I said to you guys from episode one, I want to share with you guys everything in between. So if that means I'm recording an episode and my daughter, you guys will hear my daughter in the background. That's my in between. She's one of five of my motivators to continue this podcast and to continue my goals every single day. So don't mind her, but at the same time, I love sharing her in a sense, so you guys can hear her in the background. I love you, Wendelin. Can't hear her right now, but all right, let's continue. The first thing I want to point out is to basically become aware of your own biases. Now, biases come from how we were raised, our experiences, our beliefs for us and us alone. That's for us. Therefore, it, we it's natural for us, even though we all experience our own biases. It's very crucial and important to recognize that. Your personal preferences, your beliefs, may be different from other family members. So I've actually seen this with one of my coworkers because they themselves are also a blended family. One p- parent has a style of being authoritative, while their spouse is more authoritarian. So both parenting styles share high expectations of the child. Authoritarian parents, yes, they are strict. Yet they are more like heartwarming, and they kind of ease you their way into it. While authoritative parents, as you can hear, authoritative authority expect their child to abide the by the rules, no questions asked. I feel like authoritative parents are more on the strict level, whereas authoritarians are more so you're strict, but let me bend it a little bit with you. Every parenting style is different. Everyone works in their own way. Every partner and their every I should say parent and their spouse or their partner work as a team in the end to basically raise their children. So, in regards to b- becoming aware of your own biases, yes, you can have your naturally preferred like. Whatever is your parenting style or what your routine is, whatever it is,、um, but you also want to find that common ground and also to be neutral. You want to step into whether it's your, especially your stepchild's shoes、um, or your or the bio parent's shoes. See what their perspective is, and then compare it to your perspective, and then go from there. By remaining neutral. In the long run, especially, you can allow yourself and then your families to feel. Everyone will feel valued. Everyone will feel unjudged, and everyone will just feel more calm and more connected in, in the family sense. In a way, as the connection between the families always differ depending on the family, obviously. Then leads on to the next tip, and that is building individual relationships. So obviously, the idea of merging two families sounds super exciting. Like you can think back to、um, one of my favorite movies is Yours, Mine, and Ours, and Blended. <laughs> While these movies show 
the ups and downs of step families, they also tend to glamorize the concept if you really think about it, if you remember those two movies. And this is not saying that blending two families is not exciting, but it's just m kind of more to remind yourself to not jump, jump the gun. Instead, allow the process to flow at a more natural pace. Focus on each individual relationship in the family. So for me, it's my relationship with my daughter, my relationship with my husband, my relationship with my 18-year-old stepson, my 11-year-old stepson, and my 14-year-old stepdaughter. So whether it is by normalizing the experience for your biological child through shared interest or attending a concert with your stepchild, Bonding time can be extremely beneficial in building those close relationships. And by doing that and building those relationships, kind of create this routine. So for example, for me, I try to be more observant and know more about Beyblades because my 11-year-old loves Beyblades. And there's specific names for this specific type of Beyblade. See, I didn't know this before, but that's the connection he and I have, the relationship between us. And that's that bonding time that we would have together. During the time, during any time that you will have with your child or your stepchild, refrain from taking the role of a parent. Like you lecture them, criticize them, or even just teaching them. And instead, Allow your stepchild to take the lead by you showing them respect and appreciation for your time spent together. Because for the child, for them, they will eventually see in the long run that like, oh, Ness cares that she wants to learn about Beyblades. Ness cares that she wants to watch this Roblox video with me. Next, Ness cares about me. That's how they're going to see it in the long run when you spend time with them. Yes, building individual relationships with your kids and your stepkids is very important. And that ties back around to the nucleus, the center, where all that time that you spend with your kids and your stepkids, that time goes for spending time with your partner as well. Whether the bio parent is your spouse, the bio parent is your fiance, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, that time spent together will go long way for you because from personal experience i will say i have said to my husband recently actually i miss the alone time yes having four kids is a handful for the both of us and the two jobs that we do professionally are in two separate ends of the spectrum so finding time with for ourselves individually, finding time with our kids, and then finding time for us as a couple, it's a lot. And finding this time and connection again, it helps. And it's that's why I always say it's very important to continuously build your relationships. The next little tip is a little short, and that's where you would basically create new memories as a family. So one of our one of my families, I should say, 
memories and we kind of try to do it every year now is we go to a local farm and we buy ice cream there in the summer i think that's one of our biggest traditions where it doesn't even involve a holiday it's just us traveling somewhere different but it's also our spot and that's what i love and that's what i want you guys to take away from it as a family whether it's just the two of you or with the kids it's a place where you know it's your go-to is to not get stuck on titles now this is big um, and I feel like a lot of step parents can relate to the word title adjusting to your new family may be confusing especially if you are used to a traditional family system between ex spouse bio kids adopted kids step kids things can get a little tricky so let's put a little example and picture this, imagine this. Some time has passed since the big transition and your children and spouse have all adjusted to the new environment and everyone's getting along pretty fairly well. When you are asked at work how your family's doing, how's everybody doing, you can't help but just naturally gloat about them. You brag about them saying like, my family, da 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 da. During dinner time, your partner reminds you about a family reunion coming up that weekend and then you just start to get randomly anxious. Why? Mm, don't know, but you just get anxious. Days later, you introduce your daughter as your stepchild and she'll feel hurt and upset that after all you have been through, she is just a stepdaughter to you. Just let that sink in. Your child who you just said a couple of days ago in this scenario, you say she's your stepdaughter after you said she's your child. Imagine that title. Sadly, stories like these are far too familiar since the term stepchild can be stereotypical and make your kid feel inferior and judged. Just like how step-parent can make the you know, the step-parent inferior and judged. So to prevent this, it may be useful to use the same label with all of your children if it is appropriate for your family. It may also help to check in with your kids and ask for their opinion or whatever they're comfortable with. I truly believe that and hope that this tip and tool helps you is particularly because I personally do not like titles. I've had this type of conversation with my stepkids particularly because it is important to navigate and talk about and converse about because we want to normalize it. So I've individually spoke to them in the past and I've also said to them together with my husband present and have said, listen, I am your dad's partner. When we were not dating, you can say that I'm your dad's girlfriend. You can call me Ness. When your dad and I got married, you can say I'm mom if you want. You can say whatever you are comfortable with because I will not be offended and you know the relationship that you and I have. I make that very clear to my kids because we all want the family to feel united in the forefront okay so 
While one child may be comfortable calling their step-parent mom or dad, your other child may feel more comfortable calling their step-parent by their first name and vice versa. It's worth noting this may change with time when your stepkid become more comfortable with you. Or maybe not and they can just keep calling you by your first name. It's perfectly okay because regardless, you guys are a family. And that's what unites you guys together is that conversation of understanding and not sticking to no titles. I actually enjoy that particular topic so much about titles so we'll circle around back in another episode. So naturally, new changes can throw you off balance. Hence, it's useful to find like a trusted friend, a family member, to support you throughout the process. By creating a healthy support system, you can productively express your emotions and experiences rather than releasing your anger or frustration on your partner and children. Additionally, it can be beneficial to verbally communicate what you are going through to better understand your own emotions. And it does go a long way when you converse and verbally communicate. Doing this can support you in expressing your feelings to others and deciding how you would like to approach the problem effectively. And so more, you are more likely to be level-headed, remain attentive, and then understand the perspective of your family members. And I'm not saying that you have to agree what your family member or your friend says. You just want that healthy support saying like, hey, I'm here for you, I'm here if you need me. And then also, everyone needs time to recharge and do some self-care themselves. That includes you, my friend. And I may have highlighted the importance of spending individual time with each family member, since time together is important. It's also essential and important to find time for yourself. Whether you enjoy meditating, or cooking, baked goods, or even going to a Zumba class. <laughs> Schedule time within your busy week to recharge on your own. And in doing so, it is more likely that you will present your best self to others and they will do the same to you. Lastly, on a more nest note, my last and final tip, don't forget to be yourself. Being your authentic self is being your best self as long as it is presented with kindness, good intention, and patience. It does, I know it may sound cheesy in the premise of every one of those family movies, but it can be such a useful reminder when your mind is racing and life becomes stressful and overwhelming. So just remember to stay optimistic and enjoy the ride since new beginnings may be laughable memories in the years to come. I love you guys. I love you, my friend. Thank you for this journey and I will talk to you guys again soon. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a friend or share the episode on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for getting the message out. I'm humbled and grateful to be on this journey with you. So until next time, I'll talk to you again soon.